This episode of the Kaparaji podcast was uploaded on the 8th of March 2019. Welcome to the Kaparaji podcast. It's International Women's Day and I'm an international woman. My name is Portia McGrath and this is... Oh, we're not doing it like that, are we? Yeah, yeah. we are. Say your name. Beth and Jones. And this is... RJ. Who is not an international woman. He's not. But I am non-binary, so at least I'm not a scummy man. This is true. So, First time I'm learning this, by the way. Oh, hello. I'm non-binary. Nice to meet you. Mm, I got well, crap from my hand. That's fine. <laughs> Porsche's eating a, a fajita. In yeah. true recording fashion, we have to have the most in, like difficult thing to eat while we record. That's the only way we do it. We, we do. If you don't know these two, they are Porsche and Bethan of Dead Air Fame, a new podcast that they both host. Uh, yeah. Over on popmage.com, a different kind of casting. Oh, that was nicely done. That's that's how I do. <laughs> you should try hosting it sometime. I should, like, yeah. Oh, we'll get it done. Um, our Wait. guest is going to show us up on our podcast, Couple of <laughs> <laughs> Like, this is technically Couple of Porsche, Couple of Bethan, so when I'm on dead air, wouldn't it, would you just be dead, RJ? <laughs> It's just how networking works. So. <laughs> <laughs> On International Non-Binary Day, then maybe you can <laughs> So when I agreed to host this, host there, yeah. I forgot I can't talk. Never learned. Never bothered. Um, and also I have no idea how hosting works. So I'm hoping we're just going to talk to each other and I won't have to do any work. <laughs> <laughs> well, what have you brought to the table other than for years? That's all she needs to bring to the table. Sounds fun. <laughs> Didn't you have a topic ready for today? Women. Women. Yeah. Women. Women are great. Right. We were going to do some very last minute research and, on women because um, we don't know anything about them. We don't know that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. We Well, our, our podcast is about sex. Scary things? No? It's, it's about... Su- s- stuff that may or may not have happened. Um, I'm trying to make her think. Well, I can't remember any other way to... <laughs> supernatural? It's supernatural conspiracies and creepy. Yeah. But that's a lot to say. Yeah. Well, but yeah, we have a very niche view of what it is, but it's so niche that there's no words. Ghosts. I think yeah. your description, like the that description, was quite nice actually. Dead air, we uh, dead air, we look into supernatural conspiracy theories and anything suspicious. So it's a nice little tagline. Look, stop the act micromanaging our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Bachmeyer. This is what happens when you invite management in. <laughs> <laughs> management! Oh, I mean, I do... Management. I do, I do international more management stuff. <laughs> maybe I just shouldn't be here. Maybe this, is, maybe this was a mistake. <laughs> oh, no. Um, so, what are women-y topics do you all like to talk about, guys? 
That was Did my job, know? right? <laughs> right. I work with a team of men in okay. work. And I did not realise quite how much men talk about penises. Really? Yeah, seriously. It's... I thought that was a myth, but it's not. They talk about penises all the time. And to add emphasis to your story, do you care to uh, mention we were? Well, I... No. (laughs) (laughs) I will add, though, that I... Not location-wise, I mean. (laughs) Not industry. Um, I will add, though, that I dislike penises so much that I refuse to ever see one again, so, other than in my line of work. Mm. In which case... Keep them guessing. (laughs) What does she do? I wonder what the weirdest thing you can think of for working with penises is that isn't sexual. Like, what is that? Like... Can I? A shirt kind of? Yeah, still, yeah. How much do you actually hands-on work with dips? Puppet. To be fair, yeah. I'm talking about women to totally To be fair, I accidentally saw a dick in one today. It just happens. Yeah. I got an office full of them. I was already there for three hours and I still managed to get my daily my daily dick in. <laughs> daily pain. Yeah. My, my pain. No, I can't. This is not passing the Bechdel test. <laughs> <laughs> What is it like then, like on on your team, at being the only woman? Well, as a gay woman, I think they seem to forget that that doesn't mean I want to talk about penises. So, um, but the like my colleagues, uh, I'm just going to say, the, the doctors I work with are men, but everyone else on the ward are women, or all the nurses. Um, very very progressive twenty first <laughs> century work environment that I've got going on. Um, but, yeah, I think because I'm gay, they don't really care about talking about that stuff, even though it actually makes it ten times more yeah. difficult. Yeah. I will say that the patients are considerably more rude to me than they are to other people. <laughs> We're not Jesus. going there. <laughs> yeah, I've heard some horror stories. Uh, no, I get a lot of, oh, when's the doctor coming to see me? You haven't yeah. mentioned that you are a doctor, by the way. Well, I just did. You said you work with doctors. Oh, I'm a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> a lady um, doctor? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was taking blood off a patient and he goes, I hope you've got permission off the doctor to do this. I was like, yes, I, I saw you this morning. So is the doctor coming around? Yes, I saw you this morning. That was me. This I don't wear this around my neck for shits and giggles. I actually use this to steal blood. With my stethoscope. <laughs> Portia, what doctors are you seeing? <laughs> I don't want to know. Um, well, I work in an office environment. Um, you do much the same job as RJ when he's not doing podcasts. Yeah. Shit. Marketing. Yeah, millennials. We were going to high five, but... So that's also a mess. <laughs> <laughs> There's one wrap left. Who buys five a pack of five? No, there was a pack of eight, but I figured there was only enough food for five. Oh. And I only wanted one. Oh, so I grabbed two each. Yeah. But Cheers I can put more in the microwave if this leftovers. <laughs> I actually bought sixteen. Oh Jesus! It's just slot, just slapping right off on offer then. I hope none of our listeners are starving to death. 
This is some ASMR shit right here. Oh, that's where you should start. Kappa <laughs> That's hard to say. Kappa ASMR. J. Kappa ASMR J. It rolls off the tongue. I can throw my name into pretty much anything at this point now. Like I, my, I can I sign my name with a smile. Do you? you no, you're like a Disney character. <laughs> have you seen the Cabra J logo? Yeah. Like, it's got the R and then it turns, like, I, I sign it all under I was, and then it turns I was into actually a face. studying it um, just a few hours ago because I was listening to the episode where you said someone said it looked like Cabra BJ. So I was like, I'll be the judge of this. <laughs> <laughs> BJ is on my initials. Yeah. Which is ironic. Ironically, indeed. So you can host Cabra. Cover BJ then. I I would rather not. That's fair. That I may is. have mentioned I really do not like penis, <laughs> <laughs> which we are still talking about on this International Women's what Day. What else is there to talk about? Though? That's um, all there is in my life as a gay woman. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So I work in an office as well as Porsche. Um, with like, and I have a fifty-fifty split on the team. And, like, I, because I am a feminist, uh, and I am currently talking more than the other two, which really sums up how this is going. I'm eating, to be fair. That is fair. Mm -hmm. Um, We have fajitas. That is fair. More important. I have spoken firsthand with, like, my team, and I have noticed the wage difference. That is still, yeah, there is a wage difference um, on the team. Um, and it's just like Jesus Christ, and there's there's so many fake reasons why, like then uh, the certain members of staff aren't paid more, and it's like what the fuck. And the thing is, it's it's a dangerous thing to talk about in the office because we're contracted not to talk about wage. What? Apparently. That's clever. That that's very like nineteen seventy. Yeah, it's it it it's only benefits the business is is the thing, because uh, they don't want. It, it's not. It, it, sadly enough, it is a sexist thing. But it's like, oh, it's not. It's just that, you know, it's a competitive thing. Like, we want to save as much money as possible. So if someone more talented will do it cheaper, there, there, there it is. It, it's scummy. It's gross. Yeah. Um, That's definitely something I don't have in my industry. But there you are. You do see less female seniors. There's a lot of female juniors because they're just fresh out of middle school. But it's not... Like... Nobody, the patients just don't. They will always say, "Oh, the consultant's coming out." Oh, is he? Mm, mm. Most yeah. of the consultants, um, there are three that do ward rounds, and two of them are women. Women. Um, I can't imagine how frustrating that is, considering how shittily you're treated. <laughs> yeah, like, um, dealing with looking after people like that. Well, a lot of them are lovely, and the thing is, if a woman will automatically assume I'm a nurse. I, oh, sorry, I'm, I'm actually a doctor. And they, oh, oh, yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. The men are very, it's a generational thing as well, obviously, but the yeah. men are a lot more. I do find that I don't really think that's an excuse, though. Like, no. because I know plenty of older people who are, like, progressive and no, level-headed. I'm, but the point I was trying to make was a not all men kind of point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rather yeah. than a that makes it okay kind of point. It's, it's just a... Gr- I can't imagine what it's like from that aspect, obviously, because I, even though I'm non-binary, I don't... I still look like a dude, mm-hmm. and my pronouns are he and him, so people, even though people don't 
no, I'm non-binary, they're still mm, the getting it right. So. <laughs> so yeah, the beard yeah. does help. But I only have the beard, really, because I have two chins. And, like, I am hiding. I'm hiding the secret. I don't... I can't even do that. It's... it's so yeah, we, the we second... think that you've got the beard in order to benefit from the patriarchy. Yeah. But actually you've got the beard because people will mock you for having double chins. Yeah. Uh, the second chin does have a name. It's RJ2, the sequel. <laughs> Create it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm electric out. boogaloo. Yeah. I'm waiting for it to kill me. And then, like, you'll know, that. like, if, if I shave ever again and I only have one chin, it's like, oh, RJ's dead, this is RJ too. And then just shave the beard off one of the chins. <laughs> just top to your chin, gone. And just, oh, well, it'll, oh, well, it'll, it'll be the next me. beard. Oh. <laughs> when I, no, do the bottom chin. So you'll have, like, a sort of... When I die, will you please do off my funeral? Just if that's the one thing. I like how at this last week I had heart like an issue with my heart. So like at this point I might die before you. Paul's just gonna die before all of us. You don't know how stupid I am. (laughs) (laughs) If you let me, (laughs) I will eat anything. (laughs) (laughs) What? What food do you think would end up killing you? Um, um, orange rennies. Orange what? Rennies. Rennies. Oh my god, they're the best food. They're They're not food, they're (laughs) indigestion. You must... (laughs) This is the problem. Okay, so... A stomachache the other week and I was like, you really probably should go to a doctor, I'm concerned. Just because I know the shit that she just puts in your body. Yeah. (laughs) Like... I I do my best not to think about it because I have a obligation to stop it and I have no power. I'm <laughs> 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 <Have> me stopped. <laughs> Your life just sounds very stressful from going to work and having people be sexist towards you and then like <laughs> your friends are like generally having me in life. <laughs> the amount of medical texts you send me though. <laughs> I know this is weird but does infection smell like death? What does a piss infection smell like? What's a UTI feel like? Why do I look like this? <laughs> send a WhatsApp image. How it. long does a semi blood last? <laughs> <laughs> she didn't just ask you, she asked all of Twitter that. <laughs> I, uh, I was privileged, I was asked before the tweet went out, so. <laughs> I, I, would, I would be insulted. She was like, she got a professional opinion. And then <laughs> and then to, Twitter. to Twitter. <laughs> to be fair, my answer was very vague. It, it was, was like, vague. I was sick for a day, is what I said. <laughs> <laughs> but like, every other time I see you, Portia, it's, it's like, I'm completely blocked up with cheese and what was it that you were taking ibuprofen with? Codeine? Um, yeah, well, that's, uh, the, I mean, that's the main source of all my troubles. Yeah. And now you're eating <laughs> orange rennies by the fistful. <laughs> that is probably making it shoot right out of you. Uh, honestly, oh, the talking about this makes me so uncomfortable because all I want to do is tell you off. <laughs> I just don't feel. <laughs> I'm getting triggered by this. I desperately want to stop you from. When I eventually eat myself to death, we'll all acknowledge that you did your best. <laughs> I want that in writing, please. Absolutely. You'll You've got me. it on record. You'll, uh, you'll receive a golden award at Porsche's funeral <laughs> that is just like tried the hardest. I tried. Sent to me by one, one bearded chin. <laughs> <laughs> 
because Probably. Portia killed like it was it was my, my, me killing Portia and Portia killing me so now second RJ is alive to like mm. carry on the maybe legacy. I'll die by slaying your chin oh, to save your go. life oh, oh there we are so I did that dead air episode <laughs> <laughs> me and RJ too <laughs> um so uh get, <laughs> I don't know how to how to ask but like what is average what is the typically <laughs> average, average worst things that you both experience from like male perspective because I still benefit from the patriarchy so it's still useful for me to like, I, also know I find um, in the like people in the street that kind of thing mm-hmm. like, a couple of months ago I was walking home it was around Christmas time and it was absolutely rammed I mean you've seen Cardiff but Christmas is just constantly yeah. packed and it was sort of about this time of night and I was walking down you know by Greg's which is really busy it's right in the middle of loads of restaurants and stuff and I was walking down the street and this group of men all sort of crowded around me so I couldn't pass. And like one of them came and took a photo of me right in my face on his phone. And they were all sort of laughing. And it, it sounded probably to people like to men or people who present as men, so they don't have to think about it. it you probably think, oh, well, t- nobody heard you, you know, they, just, they didn't touch you, they're just having a joke like between them. But it's so intimidating because you are just constantly weary of something happening to you when you're a woman on your own so when that happens you still sort of feel shaken up like shit that could have been worse so it's things like that just people will just do things in the street and I think generally I mean he was clearly a twat because you don't treat anyone like that but I think a lot of blokes don't realise they they, people who were like oh it's just a joke you know they, they don't. They so haven't had the experience, so they don't know what it's like to constantly be slightly on edge and have things in the back of your head that you just do or don't do without thinking to try and keep yourself a bit safer because they don't have to worry about that. So I find that's the main well, thing. Well, it's the same thing for me. I was assaulted once on my way home from town. I'd had one drink and I'd come home. I won't go into the into what happened, but I was taken, I took the gentleman to court, the gentleman, took the dickhead to court, um, um, the defence, the worst thing about it was the way that the defence treated me, because um, I was accused of cheating, I was accused of being drunk, of dressing provocatively, of leading him on, of um, realising too late that I'd be cheating, so then trying to get out of it, I was called fat, I was... I was told that I could have taken him if I wanted to. All of this. Oh, you shouldn't have carried on talking to him. In that situation, you don't know what to do because you don't know how someone's going to react to you saying, mm-hmm. fuck off. <laughs> Can we swear on here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but you don't, you, don't, you don't know how people are going to respond. So you've got to be polite. Yeah. Like, you don't. But... Well, that's, that's the thing. That's, that's like the whole. That's another thing. Like this thing, you kind of to be rude in that situation. You don't know whether that's going to be worse for you. Than yeah. Being polite and that's another one of those that. things that's like always in your head. Is you're always trying to sort of assess the situation. I think once you get to a certain age, you don't even realise you're doing it. Yeah. But you're always trying to think. Okay. Oh, this seems a bit. He's looking me in the eye. If this turns into anything. Should I run away or should I like shout at him and swear at him or will that make him angry? What if I do that? What might he do then? Or would that be better for me? You're always kind of 
play out situations mm. like in mundane everyday situations there's always things like that going yeah, on in your I head. often pick up my partner from from where she works and she works in town it's on Queen Street and it's always quite busy and there's a lot of homeless people particularly in the part of Queen Street that she works in yeah and they will come up and, and most of them to be fair to them you say no one they just they just move on but some of them they're drunk and they're just trying to have a conversation with you and because they're not actively being threatening at that point, you, I'm, I'm like, how long do I let mm. this go on, even though I feel threatened before I say something? Because I don't want to tip him over the edge if he is going to start yeah. Yeah. acting up. So you sit there and you talk to them, and apparently, legally, that's a reason for people to think that you didn't feel threatened. But it definitely, it's so scary in that situation mm. to have someone... You don't know coming up and talking to you and not being able to get away because you have no idea. And people were walking past, you know, and nobody knew to stop. No, because because it looks like a normal conversation. Yeah. And he probably had no idea how he'd make me feel. Yeah, because he's never had to deal with that, so it wouldn't exactly. cross his mind. Yeah, and yeah. you don't want to. It's you know, there's a little bit of saving how guys feel in that situation, and you don't want to make them. But that is a a part of it and, yeah, and also it's not just that it's more just being a decent person you just yeah. kind of don't want to be a dick you don't want to be rude if it's not necessary yeah. but the point is you're not sure when it is necessary it's like the sort of microaggressions as well isn't it where um, you're so afraid of being seen as aggressive as a woman because of yeah. these you know the general sort of vibe of a woman needs to be listening and needs to be polite and all this stuff which we still all have ingrained into us mm-hmm. And there is no polite way to tell someone to fuck off when they when they're scaring you. There isn't. So yeah, that took a dark turn. Thanks for that question, RJ. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, important though. Yeah. No, it is. Um, and it, but that's a heavy one. But there are lots of little things about uh, about being a woman which you don't really think about until you compare yourself to a man in the same situation. Like yeah. you get a lot of it in work because you work in a, a male environment. To be fair, my my work, my my office, a Brit. Well, <laughs> yeah, no, they they are really good. They very much. They, there's a lot of sort of like banter, like I hate using that word, but it's because they they know that I know they don't think that kind of thing. Like they'll say things as jokes that are sort of like, oh, this is, is a joke because it's so ridiculous that I would think that. It's and a more satire. Yeah, isn't it? exactly. Yeah. And they made sure, like, when I started, my but when, when I had the interview, they said, look, you know, it, it is mostly men in the office. There's only one other woman. It's very sort of bantly, so you, you need to be comfortable with that. But then when I started, my boss said to me, he was like, just, you know, Obviously, we all like to have a laugh and take the piss off each other and stuff, but if anyone says anything that crosses a line or is upset you in any way, like, let me know, because I don't want you to feel uncomfortable. So they're very good like that. Um, But the industry in general is, is, I work in the finance industry, and it's still very sort of mad men. Yeah, I'm in insurance, and it's very similar as well. one thing, and I'm okay with, like, it's doubtful that anyone from work is going to hear this, but also I, 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 I say it in work as well. It's nothing that I'm scared to say. Mm-hmm. And I have had conversations like it with the CEO. And the CEO went on record recently just saying that, oh, women 
typically don't apply for CEO jobs. It's like they're not, it's not that, you know, the ratio is wrong. It's just that they're not applying for it. And it's um, like, okay, that statistic might be true. Why? But why? why? Yeah. That is the key thing. And it can be from managerial standpoints. Like you, you take a step back and you look at the statistics. They're like, it's, it's, you see less women in management point, point, point of view. Lucky enough, in our, in our actual building, we actually have a lot of female managers. Um, but I feel like that's quite common in, in sort of contact center kind of basis. Uh, because for some reason, the, the ratio of women in call centers is very, very high. Uh, but then the roles above that, so say like higher in sales and stuff like that, it becomes, as you said, like madmen kind of men's game. And it's quite an intimidating industry. So say like if you did want to get into it for the money or whatever reason, that just that thing can put you off. It's, well, it's it's not down to a lack of ambition, but it's a lack of encouragement for yeah. women. I, it's, I think it's the, the crux of it. A woman in a, position of power is considered to be a bitch yeah that's what I was going to say I feel like first of all I feel like the reason why there's so many more women in call centres is because they're friendly they're considered friendly voices which is not necessarily a bad thing it's almost reverse sexism I guess but also the reason I think you've not got these women higher up is because sort of ingrained in people is the fact just casually <laughs> having the cleaners just go by. <laughs> All men, by the way. Um, the fact that you sort of... You shouldn't be bossy as a woman, because that's a bad thing. You shouldn't, like, tell people what to do. You shouldn't be in any sort of position oh, where you're... you're yeah, you know. like, you know, we are feminists, and I've never been brought up to... I'm one of three girls, and my dad is very very strongly believes that we can do whatever we want and all that. We've all been brought up like that, but there's still that ingrained, you can't fight that ingrained sort of expectation to not be bossy and to not, to be meek. Yeah, Yeah. to to want to sort of take up as little space as possible and be as little in people's spaces and to like have as little impact on people's day. There's a massive respect difference. I, as as a doctor, my patients will comment on my appearance, um, will flirt with me, will sometimes touch me inappropriately, and, you know, it's a professional, I mean, I'm working in a professional capacity, there's a limit as to how much I can really do about that in that situation yeah. as well. It's not like I can stop them from having treatment because because I can put a complaint in and nothing will be done. That's usually how it goes down. But, and as I said, patients don't expect me to be their doctor. Um, But my colleagues who have had as much training as I have can go in and tell a patient the same thing I told them 10 minutes ago and they'll do it. And they have never been talked back to the way that I get talked back to. And if they tell a patient to stop doing something, they will, nine times out of 10, at least pretend to listen. Yeah. You know. People in the street telling you to smile is probably oh. my least favourite oh. thing. Someone I've, I've, I've never seen and will never see again walks past me in the street, oh, smile, love, and just carries on walking. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I can be miserable if I want. I'm on my way to work. 
I just think you brought up with um, in in the conversation earlier about the whole like um, the the dress thing, say like the smile thing. Now, I because I see it a lot on say like Twitter and stuff like that. I was like, I'm guessing like that is a thing here, but also probably more common in America because you see say, like the reports come out on different stuff, and it's just like, what the fuck. Like I, I, I was I'm genuinely like surprised like that it's, it's less, that commonplace here. It's less that it's more popular in America, but more that because of things like school uniforms and things like that, there's less opportunity here mm-hmm. um for that to be an issue. Like if we didn't have school uniforms, the issue that Americans are having with girls not being allowed to expose their shoulders heaven forbid they arouse a young gentleman by their bare arms. Um, if that was a... If that would, could easily happen here. Yeah. And now we ain't allowed to wear our coats in the classroom. Destroy <laughs> <laughs> the young men's education. But there is the whole thing. So, like, um, it was like... There is the standard uniform, at least. Say, like, in my old, my old school, it was, like, trousers, um, jumper, polo shirt kind of thing. But there were other options, just that no one really took them. And because I really hated the uniform, it was like, you can wear a shirt with a, either a cardigan or a plain black jumper. Uh, and I started doing that. Um, and all the boys called me gay and a puffer for it. Because, like, cardigans are, like, ladies' things. This was 2008, though, so, like, <laughs> back then, boys were fucking dying their hair blonde streaks yeah. and trying to be footballers. So, oh, there was I a just... point in my school we used to wear a cardigan, and me and my friend Anna, you know Anna, we fell in love with it because of it. <laughs> <laughs> we referred to him only as Cardigan Boy to this day. I don't know what his name is. <laughs> we used to love him all night. And the funny thing was, I stopped doing it because of that, and then the girls started wearing that exact outfit <laughs> to school, and I'm like, okay, I'm a trendsetter. I'm okay with this. <laughs> um, but yeah, like skirts were like. A thing back in school as well obviously and just if there was like a like oh yeah it's not boys and girls kind of thing i probably would have worn a skirt to school looking back yeah. now genuinely because i, I remember think you would have like had the the balls to do it i guess like yeah would you not have been i don't i think i would have been nervous uh to do it but if it was in the rules that i could do it you i don't think i would have been scared because um even though only in October I came out as non-binary for my whole life I've been like I've not been scared to wear women's things I've liked like I like skinny jeans before they were a thing for men really um and I just got into that kind of style and I think emo culture like Mm -hmm. helps on that kind Mm -hmm. of thing I think that was like a stepping stone for a lot of people because I feel like like the generation that sort of went through emo culture uh, and now the people who were the millennials who were sort of most concerned about this sort of thing are most like oh. open to it. Sorry, it didn't cordial all over the table. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so I say I can imagine that's been a, a bit of a bridge for a lot of people. Yeah, I can't like I wish that I had it back then, but I, I don't feel like I missed anything out because I did because I, did, I didn't even realize and I always felt different about my gender. Um, like I didn't relate to men in general and I felt I, I was like when I, I related more to women when I was younger and like even celebrities and stuff like that and like different characters I was like I relate to more women um, but 
I was like, I still don't, like, it, that's not me. There was a but like part of my youth where I was like, should, would my life be easier as a woman? Number one. No. <laughs> <laughs> like straight up. Everyone just no. needs to stop and take a breath as you say it. <laughs> Uh, like no like that is definitely not a thing checking my privilege Um, but like when it comes to gender stuff like looking at it now as soon as I learned really what non-binary was I was like fuck I've been an LGBTQ like supporter for years and apparently did not read the description of (laughs) non-binary and suddenly this all makes a lot more sense well I feel like that's the thing when people go on about Oh, you know, or oh, nowadays everyone's LGBT or LGBTQ and it's right LGBTQ. Everyone's this and that, and it they never used to be back in the day. It's like no, they just didn't know it was a thing. Like it's the same they with were, autism. They just didn't have a name for it. Celiac. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's it's had these things. It's just <laughs> that they didn't have a name for it back then, it's and like now the- they're seeing examples of uh, other examples of people who are like them, and they realise there is a word for it. That's the only change. Like it's like with um, mental health stuff as well. Yeah. With, where uh, now it's like, oh, everyone's taking antidepressants and blah blah. It's like, yeah, but back in the old days, like that people were going insane to the point where there were actual houses where they would yeah. put the insane people. It's like, back in the old days, you would have died of polio. Yes. Like, calm down. (laughs) Don't be so upset that life is moving on. (laughs) Um, I see kids with a community to turn to. Back in my day, we suffered. (laughs) Silence. How is it then, um, in the past few years with the whole Me Too movement, uh, obviously, said like, I'm not say like in the street kind of value. I just mean in general. Um, have you in in your lives felt a personal not benefit? Is in like it's benefited? Is in like you're on like privileged from it? Like, do you feel things are becoming slightly easier in any way? I feel like people are more willing to speak up, but I don't think there's an actual change to the amount of people. I think, I don't think I would have um, managed to get that guy behind bars if people weren't being more aware. I had, the judge was, even though he's not supposed to, he ended up defending me on the stand because the defence was being so aggressive. And things like that wouldn't be happening if we weren't progressing. But it's, I wouldn't say it's, it's making much of a change to rape culture itself. I think the repercussions are more so, and people are more willing to listen to people who have stories, but it's not stopping those things happening in the first place. I feel like the change so far is more with the women than yeah. the men. I feel like there's, there's been a lot of good strides in terms of feminism isn't such a dirty word anymore. People are not ashamed to say they're a feminist. They don't see it as, you know, you this terrible person who doesn't need buddy shave their armpits and they hate men and they, you know, not there's anything wrong with not shaving their armpits. But or hating men. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I feel like a lot more women are more willing to embrace that themselves and they, and, and to sort of, I feel like a lot more women are coming out of the sort of ingrained sexism that women have Yeah, but it's, it's like the women are 
willing to change in spite of the men, not because the yeah. men are changing. No, that's um, the thing. I, I, I don't think we... But I do feel like it's partly because of timing. I, I think I still sort of got faith that things will change. I just sort yeah. of feel like it hasn't been going long enough to take effect yet. Like with the, for example, like the suffragettes kind of thing, where it was such a big thing where women shouldn't get the vote and then yeah. women should and get the vote. But the sad thing about that is... Um, but one thing that I, I I need to fact check it, so please take this with an asterisk or grain of salt. Um, it was something where they passed the law for votes for women, um, but somewhere in the clause on that it benefited men greatly. It was something financial or something. So it, it is. That, right. um, I I I have heard that before, but I believe you one hundred percent. Yeah, no salt required. Um, yeah. But yeah, like before you start quoting through other people, please, please <laughs> no, do research that's everyone. Everyone. You won't believe we're all Women are running our rights for men. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, that, I, I just, I feel like it, it's kind of, it, things like that move in stages. And I think we've kind of, we're at the stage now where it's more about awareness and that has heightened women's awareness and men's awareness of these issues and their feelings about it and now I think the next stage is action and I think that's something that will come in yeah. time but it hasn't yet yeah, the ranks need to build a bit more because on a global scale it, we don't accurately represent 50% of the power Yeah, even though we're 50% of the population and that needs to come before anything can change I feel good um, about our generation though I think yeah. in general yeah, I yeah think we're we, making the right steps. So. Yeah, I think there's a massive, there's a massive sort of disconnect between the views of one generation above us, and that's can only be a good thing. I think that definitely comes from say like the internet and the De- yeah, this absolutely. education. Yeah, it's one knowledge. of the positives of social media is that it's just connected people in such a way that and shared ideas that they've just taken off in such a massive way, and luckily yeah. it's been in some parts good ideas. Yeah. Another part, that's a bit. Yeah. <laughs> like incels. <laughs> <laughs> and racism. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I know a lot of, I've got a few guy friends, and I feel like a couple of years ago I would have had guy friends who would have had a few sexist beliefs and you just let it slide, but all of my guy friends are proud feminists. Yeah. yeah. And me as well. Like, some of the shit I'm sure I would have said as a teenager just from, like, parroting all the people's views and stuff. Like, so definitely sexist. Yeah. Like, like, so, yeah. yeah. Can we talk, can we move into fiction and talk about how to have a strong female character, she doesn't have to be a bitch? Go for it. This is something, that's, <laughs> this is something that's been developing, though. There's a lot more, you know, much to the chagrin of neckbeards everywhere there's a lot more female-led shows and and they're proving just as popular i mean yeah. captain marvel comes out today um oh, yeah. coincidentally i think not on international women's <laughs> day um i just hate this sort of trope that like if she's strong that means she's got no emotions and she doesn't care about anything she's just like a machine i think you yeah. see quite a lot in animation and in um well so far we're still a captain marvel sci-fi um kind of 
realms and comic books, we're seeing a large improvement. I think the mainstream channels and like shows still need to catch up. But you can take a look at say like She-Ra uh, on Netflix, which um, is the reboot of the it's a reboot of the original. Have you have you seen it? I haven't seen it. It's doing a great job of like someone who is strong and emotional. Um, I think Naruto. Sorry. I think sorry. Naruto. I think Cardinals have always been pretty good, but yeah. like a step above. Oh yeah, um, they've always. I feel like they've been the no, carry on. I just yeah. you. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just agreeing with what you said. <laughs> I got well, very I'm, excited. We're just having a polite off now. <laughs> <laughs> Literally just agreeing with what you said. But yeah, like Legend of Korra is the same. You know, it does the exact same thing as Last Airbender did. Um, but. But she happens to be a woman. There's no difference in her sort of presence yeah. because she's a woman. And um, but there are there are mainstream shows out there. Like uh, Grey's Anatomy has a very strong female cast. It's written by a very feminist sort of active active uh, active rights activist. That's not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, Human well, rights activist. Yeah, yeah um, who's very, who tackles things like racism and homophobia and sexism in all his shows, but subtly. And all of her characters have a range of emotions, and it's not just you have strong female bitches. You have those, but you also have strong women who are emotional and the whole range in between. Weak men, which is something that you don't see much of, yeah. unless they're villains. Yeah. Um, but you can get a good week. They are. Is that what you said? They are villains. Yeah, yes, I men. Know. They are. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like TV is a good step above film in that respect. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. you, you find well, out a lot more. But then it's because so much you don't want to take a risk with something which takes so much money. And yeah. TV is more realistic than film. As well. you st- you starting to see though, so like with when it comes to people of color on this topic, is so like Black Panther, um, that did one of the best for Marvel, and it was just the first film for for Black Panther. It it was it, it, when you have such little representation, everyone rallies behind. Yeah, it. it's there's, like, I mean, there's no, there's there's no. Um, I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> you can't deny that there's an audience for it. Like, that's never been a problem. It's just that it's never been recognised, mm-hmm. you know, that that's not a problem. But then you've got the problem of people making quite shit films, putting a, <clears throat> yeah. a woman or a person of colour as the main, main yeah, character. Yeah, using it as I, like a, yeah, as a tool. I did not Token. like Wonder Woman. But everyone raves about Wonder Woman. Really? I didn't rate it as a movie. But because it's it's a woman... I think that's why everyone is a little bit sort of blinded by it. Not fair too. It's like just, it's the only it's DC very, film that I've liked. To be yeah, fair, the other ones the, are too broody. That one I was like, I actually really enjoyed because it was something different from DC. Well, yeah, it's um, I I enjoyed it more than the others, but I would it, I don't think it's as good as a number of Marvel movies with main with male main leads. Fair. I, I wasn't keen on the concept, and I haven't seen it, so I'm not talking about the actual film, but the concept of the new Ghostbusters, because I know a lot of women were really into that, and they thought, they were like, oh, you know, men are bitching about it and stuff, but I just felt like, can you see, are you're trying to push the feminism thing, but you can't just write a new story for women. 
It's like you the just... new episode of Always Sunny, where um, which was probably my oh, favourite. Oh, the airplane but, one, oh shit. But that was the satirical point they were trying yeah. to make. Yeah, yeah. Um, for context, um, Dee, the only female character in the main group of um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, um, tries to recreate an adventure that the boys had had previously. In a different episode. Um, and it's constantly one of the women that she takes on the plane with her, which is where the story's set, um, is saying you can't just do this. And do the same thing and be, use women instead of men. Yeah, and that was the it's point they were lazy. trying to make. Yeah. I, I get that point. The one thing that I was... Because I, I found the new Ghostbusters fun. Um, I think people... This might get me back, like, <laughs> but... I think people put the original Ghostbusters on too big of a plinth. Uh, because rewatch it and imagine that you've never seen it before and it's not as great as everyone well, thinks. Well, that's the thing, though, but that's kind of beside the point because it's not about it. It be It's not about the fact that, oh, well, Ghostbusters was a classic film, so you shouldn't tamper with it. It's that it's already been done and it's lazy to say, oh, we're going to have an all-female cast for this film, we're just kind of going to redo one that's already been done with men instead of just writing a new film with good female characters in it. I, I'm, kind of on, I, I'm kind of on the fence with... I've, again, I've not seen it, um, but... Um, yeah, I'm not, not no. for a second commenting on the film itself. Yeah. I just mean yeah. the concept behind it. But, that's fine. Like, I'm, on, I'm kind of on the fence with it because... It does make one hell of a statement, especially when you've got Chris Hemsworth being the dumb blonde. And I did not. I wasn't that big of a fan of that in the film. Like, I was just there like, oh, you're really you're not helping yourself on that part. But I thought that was more of a satirical element of it than mm-hmm. I've not seen it. I can't comment. But that, that was the impression I was getting from what I've heard of it and things. You can enjoy it as a fun film. But I know exactly what you're saying. You can just make a new film, but would it get as many, make as big a statement? Um, if you did it well, if you had the right the right people in it and stuff, I think. I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess so. It's 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 a new franchise is another thing as well. Like it's it's hard to set that up. Are you going to pull what you got with the Hunger Games uh, again? Essentially, uh, then it just comes like, down to writing a good film, doesn't it? I mean, you know, just just. Con- Put in, Sorry, I'm just laughing because we've now just gone into like film analysis. And <laughs> <laughs> it just tickles me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, well, I cinema is dying. So I think if you were to read, if they were to redo what they did, maybe fifty, basically fifty fifty, the the cast uh, of of all four of them. Because I don't think it's necessarily wrong to do a reboot. I think sometimes it's just about the right timing. Like it's weird that they're doing a Shrek reboot, considering what? What? yeah. The Shrek film that's coming out in 2020, apparently. That's news to me already. Yeah, they were going to do a Shrek 5, but apparently it's now going to just be a reboot. And I'm like, right. it's it is, not old it's, enough. Nobody like... in the world Whereas wants Go- that. Yeah, like, no one wants it. Uh, I'm, I'm all for more Shrek, because I love Shrek. I like Shrek 1, I like Shrek 2, Shrek 3's bad, Shrek 4 uh, is surprisingly good. I hated it as a kid. Uh, do the Roy's 4. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Because that's when he was getting sick of his life, and then that's when he wished... Justin Timberlake's three, do the Rose four, yeah, I think. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I think I'm pretty, yeah. Um, Yeah, Um, three was awful. Um, But I love Shrek. Three didn't happen. 
Um, Puss in Boots was, was good though. I enjoyed that. I never saw that. Oh, but that's actually quite good. I enjoyed that. And I just like cats. Um, so um, the but re- yeah, you, there's a reboot. That's ridiculous. And everyone loves Shrek. And Shrek is still watchable now. And it's not, let's be real. Not. Nobody loves Shrek for the sort of the storyline or the like. You know, the concept of the film enough that you can remake it with redo it. Like people just like it for what it is. It's, yeah. And it was the first thing like that, and it was very sort of unique and not unique. Well, yeah, but you know, it it, it was very funny and stupid, but also smart. Do yeah. You know the weird thing is about Shrek One as well. It is the last film that came out um, from a big animation studio before nine eleven happened. Was it pre nine eleven? It was pre nine eleven. No way. Just before nine eleven happened, so it's the whole like. Is Shrek really beloved because it's from a pre nine eleven era? No, no, that's because he's. It's, no, it's just an interesting it's thing. Because he's a funny Scottish. I know. I'm not alien. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, alien. Have you seen Shrek? I just. I am an old man. Thank you. Well, feminism. That's <laughs> Uh, Shrek, the most feminist film of them all. <laughs> well, Shrek 4 is pretty feminist. I mean, the dragon, she's a fucking. I just can't bitch. get over that. The donkey fucked the dragon. That's, that's I can't just... get over the whitest girl in the world just said bad bitch. Going <laughs> 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 back we... to like film and TV, and I think Netflix is doing a very good job at very. They're, they're taking risks on quite a lot of shows because so, like, they help fund. Shira, as well as uh, have you heard the show One Day at a Time? Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, um, it is fantastic. I would very if you like sitcoms, um, especially like eighties kind of style or like nineties, um, very good. It keeps very wholesome because it's made by um, it, the executive producer of it was like big on on quite a lot of shows back in the eighties, um, and it was it. One Day at a Time is actually a reboot because it was a show back in the 80s as well, but it's not a, re- a classical reboot in the sense of it tells the same story. It's 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 very different and unique, and the shows have such kind of big like different identities. Kind of like revisiting our world, world, like... Yeah, but it, because of back in the 80s, um, the original show was focusing on a single white woman who recently divorced, uh, looking after kids kind of thing, whereas now it's like... That's not as frowned upon anymore, whereas now it's uh, it's a single Latina woman. Not such a big topic to discuss. Speaking Um, of feminism in TV, though, there are two shows which spring to mind. Um, Jane the Virgin. Jane the Virgin. I have all the time in the world for Jane the Virgin. Are you going to say the other one that I... Stand. Not yeah. unbreakable, no. Okay. Uh, a crazy ex-girlfriend. Crazy ex-girlfriend. I knew you were going to say crazy ex-girlfriend. Because that has an incredible level of satire. Yeah. How did you know? Wait, you've told me how much you hate Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt before. I, I hate everything. <laughs> it could have been one of several things. Because I, that I'm... and Jane the Virgin are very similar in my head. But um, no, Jane the Virgin does a lot for women and for... Latinas and for virgins <laughs> and James religious people for gains James and for James gain um, the virgin virgin there is a lot of TV out there and I think shows like uh, channels like Netflix where ratings aren't as important 
as they are on Netflix. They've got like a captive audience basically, isn't they? Because if you're yeah. paying for it, you're paying for it. Yeah. And if you sign up for a different program that you want to watch, they've already got you there to kind of push stuff onto you. Yeah. Well, 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 yeah. Uh, with One Day at a Time, sorry. <laughs> so um, we keep just over. Good, yeah, sorry. Uh, one is Day at a Time is... Milo, whatever his name is, the one off uh, Vet- Vetterman. I am so bad at actors' names. He's There's the no one off Girls and Lost. No, not Lost. Heroes. He's oh, really um, good looking. Peter. I have no idea. Peter and what? Does Heroes. he play Schneider? No, I don't know it's his not. Name in Heroes. No, he's kind of like the the Max Zane in Heroes. Max Zane didn't have any powers. We didn't figure out where they were. Yeah, but nobody had to get. Uh, I miss Heroes. It was a good I show, like that with so much potential. Oh, the painter. Yeah, Isaac Mendez. He's. Oh. Is it? Have you seen Gilmore Girls? No. What? I always get shit for not watching Gilmore Girls. No, but RJ, that is the most RJ program I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh my god! Like I feel like I need to make you watch it <laughs> physically. <laughs> okay. But... That's, wow. Um, okay. Well, okay, I'm gonna find a picture of him and you can tell me if that's the one. Because if it is, I know which program you're talking about. Uh, but one day at a time, it's like uh, is being threatened with I just being Google if he's in it, but I'm not cancelled at the minute. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, because like, even though that poetry is where they kind of have a captive audience, it's like not enough people are watching it at, yeah. at the minute because I think they just look at it and it's like dumb sitcom mm-hmm. and it really isn't. It is okay. such a good show. That's such a shame. It's so obviously it not been promoted it's... probably. Well, yeah, I think that's what it is because I've seen it advertised and I've gone, that doesn't look like my kind of thing. But yeah, that's not him. Yeah. As far as I'm aware, that's not him. Yeah, he plays Peter. Yeah, that's, that's he's Peter in thing, but I don't think go on. That's go on not the program I think not because there's another one that sounds kind of similar to me in the program, and I'm thinking he might be in that one. Yeah, that's the guy who sucks everyone else's powers. Oh, it's he's from um, season two onwards, yeah. Because he gets he sucks other people's this is us. in season two because he's just got. This is us is the one I was talking about. Oh right. Okay. Okay. I actually watch Heroes. I've forgotten it. Oh, oh, you need to watch fucking Gilmore Girls, man. Yeah, it's <laughs> rewatching all things. Um, no, yeah. Um, TV's making good steps. Let's talk about good women things. Yeah. That's a nice idea. We land on a high. Yeah. Uh, give me some good women things. Good women things. Um, I'm not What's sure your whether... favorite woman. Oh, about today, question. your favorite woman celebrity about today. Oh, that's a difficult question because am I thinking of the hottest woman or am I no, thinking no, no. of my favorite? No, no, no. in just someone you like, you just like them as a person. Oh, you go first one, I think. No. <laughs> I can't give it any That's a man whose opinion matters. How do you know, man? I've seen that. Sorry. <laughs> Since the first time you heard of it. <laughs> We're still adjusting. It's okay. It's okay. Um, it's, oh, that is a hard one. There, there's part of me that's just like, I just want to say, wait, um, God, I forgot her last name from fucking. Golden Girls, I think, isn't it? Oh, oh Betty White. Betty White, thank you. I was like, Betty, it's not Betty Davis, it's not Betty Crocker. <laughs> yeah, my favourite woman is Betty Crocker. <laughs> she really stays like in the kitchen cakes. where women belong. Feminism. <laughs> <laughs> Bet she's banging Mr. Kipling. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I, the thing is, I 
you're a lot more up on your celebrities than I am, and I really struggle to think of their names, and I'm like, oh, that one, you know, and that's all I've got. Do like Rachel Bloom, mm-hmm. who wrote Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Um, Kristen Bell. Oh, um, she's lovely. Yeah. Um, Don't they just seem to have the happiest life together here in the book? Yeah. In- the one from Without Paddle. I've forgotten his name. Eight, eight, oh, it's just him. Something weird, packs. isn't it? Yeah. Dax, Dax, Dax. There we are, yes. They yeah. do seem to have a lot of fun together. Um, Emily Blunt has been on my radar for I've read it like lately because they're not only Mary Poppins, which I, I was a fan, I feel like we did need a Mary Poppins sequel like lately because life has been shit the last Like, as soon Mary as she Poppins did. will make everything better. She did because she just came down in the car and I was like, I feel so good now. <laughs> Uh, and her in the in uh, a quiet place uh, was fucking. Oh, a quiet place was shit. Emily Blunt is someone where whenever I see her like in stuff, she irritates me. But then I know that when I see her, like interviewed now, she seems like a really nice woman, and I think I I get on with her well if I met her. It's just something I don't know what she's not a bad actress. It's just something about her in things annoys me. <laughs> when I was thinking about Emily Blunt, then I was about to say I was like, Portia's gonna hate her. I, I don't she hate her. Like she's just like something you in it that irritates me. I was like, she's she's not gonna approve of that. One. <laughs> I don't disapprove. Um, I just don't like it in things. <laughs> <laughs> There's someone who's at the tip of my tongue, and this is why this was a bad question. You knew I'd struggle with this when you asked me. I didn't. That's why I asked you. I didn't want to answer. I just no. I don't even know. It's a vibe that I'm feeling in my head, and I can't oh, put in anything to that vibe. So, <laughs> um, um, fictional characters I could give you. Basically, every woman in Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yes. Um, Lauren Croft. In the remakes of the game, she's very vulnerable at the beginning. I like that because she's yeah. not this, you know, strong or powerful, sexy woman. She's that oh, woman the first death was... scene I got in in the, the first reboot game. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, like she just screams and she yeah. goes for it. I'm like, that's real cool, but oh, I, I hate that it. Game. The um, woman in the new Lara Croft film was really good. This is very, however many degrees of Kevin Bacon. I didn't even know the number of degrees. Um, but she was very good in the <laughs> the Eddie Redmayne thing where he was a transgender woman. The Danish girl? Oh, yeah, the Danish girl. She was brilliant in that. Oh, I, I feel it's a good film, but it's also Oscar. massively flawed. Like, it, it's, it really edits the true story uh, in, a, in a very good okay. way. Okay, well, I, I, I thought it was really good. But, oh yeah, it's probably a good film. And I saw like, it. I saw it with a friend who's trying. I was. Uh, he's actually transgender, but he's part of the LGBT community, and he's like a social worker and stuff. And he thought it was very good, but I don't think either of us knew an awful lot about a real life story. Yeah. So it's not like it's the same the with Great Show when I really like the film, but the the actor. Oh, Brown was a piece of shit, and it meant to be yeah. him. Yeah. Fuck that. That's why I'm seeing it because I just I know it's meant to be him and I just couldn't. It's not. It's, it's based on him, but a lot of the stuff is like fake and it's just like what they should have done is just not based it on him. Yeah, exactly. Like, like just base it on him, but call him something any anyone else, and then you would have been fine. Yeah. Yeah. Mainly uh, so heart is mine. I love oh, Mainly Heart. I love her she too. is everything that's good with women. She uh, is the reason I had pun consultant on my um, business card for a few years because she was talking about the time that she was on film um, working with, um, oh, I've forgotten her name, 
Um, she's dead now. Recently, <laughs> <laughs> um, or I might narrow it down. June. Oh, I've forgotten her name. She she used to like host on E, and like she's in Track Two as well. I I know I've forgotten her name, but I know it. Basically, everything she's in. Um, but uh, basically, she's saying like she made them put her in the credits as pun consultant. Uh, in an actual movie, and it's just like that's, that's brilliant. I am doing that too. <laughs> uh, I can't think of a single person I like. <laughs> yeah, this was your question. No. Um, some good things about being a woman. That's a hard one. I kind of love women. Got titties. We do feminism. <laughs> feminism. We got the titties. Um. Do you, like, you know the whole, like, trope that men say, just like, oh, women will take your drink kind of thing? Do you actually... Oh, that was, I never read that. No, the whole thing of, like, oh, you'll buy a girl a drink and then she'll fuck off. Do you, have you ever done that? Oh, I've done that. Oh, Constantly. Good. I, one time, I, I very... You don't always fuck off. Intelligently, I saw a boy I went to school with, and he pissed me off first of all because he didn't remember me. And I was like, I was the only emo in the school. And he didn't remember me, so he'd already annoyed me. And then he was like, so he was lying about his life. He was like, making out he was a millionaire. And I was like, I literally grew up with you. I know you work at McDonald's. Uh, so he, he, I was like, oh, fucking buy me a drink again. He was like, okay. So then he went off to buy me a drink. And I was like, I'm going to get my drink. And then I'm going to run away. And I'm not going to talk to him. I'm just going to get a free drink out of him. So then I ran and hid. Never got my drink. Because I was hiding Dang all night. <laughs> It was the worst plan. <laughs> <laughs> you did not think that through. I did not. <laughs> it's like what? getting excited to play hide and seek, hide and then go, fuck, I've got to get other people to play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it's yeah. like robbing a bank but forgetting to rob the bank before you leave. That's what yeah. that was. Give like me all the money. Breaking into the bank <laughs> and then just running from the police. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's such an it's always sunny thing to happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that applies to a lot of things in my life. <laughs> Oh, Sweet D is someone I love. There you are then. She did, I feel like the actress is just a less sad Sweet D in real life. Yeah. And she seems great. I like the fact that when they cast her, she was meant to be the sort of stereotypical, like, straight man of the group, who's like the girl who's always like telling him, oh no, don't do that, that's silly. Here's a sensible, boring thing to do. And she was like, no, oh, no. <laughs> She's like, how about, right, you fucking actually make me funny. And you f- marry me also. <laughs> <laughs> marry me up. I always forget it. about that. I um, The musical episode is my favourite one. What What's good about being a woman, though? Um, I, you age better than men do. Oh, that's a lie. It's debatable. <laughs> oh, I don't know. In Hollywood, it's a, it's a lie. But in real life, men age terribly. <laughs> yeah. Like, my dad turned 45. We went to the shop once and... <laughs> The person thought it was my granddad. <laughs> um, whereas my mum has basically looked the same as she has since 2003. Uh, but, <laughs> and she's know. like 60. No, she, oh my gosh, she'll kill me if I say that. It's <laughs> like, oh, I've forgotten how old my mum is. She's like 55, I think, something like that. Um, I'm not going to comment on which of my parents looks younger. Um, <laughs> they might find this. So, <laughs> um, But no, I think that's that's... Relative though, I know a lot of women who look a lot older, and I know a lot of men who look yeah, a lot older. Fair. So, um, I what I do like is I like that people 
not all the time, but I do like the people will assume that I'm nice. Um, whereas yeah, it's quite. It's sometimes as much as you kind of like. Well, this shouldn't be assumed. It's quite a nice thing to have where you're not threatening to people. Yeah, like unless you want to be threatening to people. Yeah, but, but I like being approachable. Not, yeah, work. like patients will come up to me and the nice ones will come up to me and ask me for things which they don't do with the men yeah and I also get on better with the nurses including the male nurses than the men do and I think it's because they see me as more approachable and it's not fair uh, but you know you none of this is so yeah. I'll take that one I just realized yeah. yeah whenever I talk to anyone um typically women in shops as well so like when I need, need a hand I you've heard like my fake voice just like hi um I'm I'm lost for something at the at the minute. Do you, can you give me a hand? Like I always put the softest voice. I use yeah. my phone voice essentially because I'm like I don't want this person to feel. Yeah, that's like you've got that ingrained thing. Whereas that's something we never consider because we don't have to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't say like once again. I benefit from like a lot. Oh yeah, of no, things. no, I know that. <laughs> no, I'm uh, just saying. Like, I'm not saying like oh, doesn't it suck? <laughs> I have to be super nice in my voice. <laughs> Like, what the fuck? Why can't I tell a bitch I mean, to go get me a sandwich of, or something? That's an oh, aspect of feminism uh, anyway, though. Has anyone said that since 2008, though? Mm, probably rednecks. Probably. Rednecks. Uh, Neckbeards on the internet. <laughs> rednecks. Rednecks, too. Um, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's an aspect of feminism as well, though. Like, Yeah. I mean, that's the point, isn't it? Yeah. But that's why I didn't really want to... Like, I was saying, oh, what's a good thing about being a woman? It's kind of... I say it kind of glibly because... I feel yeah, like I can't bitch about most of the things that come out of it is just like any other sort of um, group of people who have like who, who are sort of have to work harder than other people is that you get the benefits out of it like you get the you get other women like you get that sort of community because you're all going through the same things and you get kind of resilience from being used to it and dealing with it like it's the same things that come out of like you know, other troubles that other people have, like racism and things like that. Like, I think, other than There's that... There's a level of camaraderie there, isn't Yeah. It? Slight different turn. Um, because it was the anniversary of the... Oh, God, I was going to say Combrana. It's not Combrana, is it? The landslide uh, up in oh, Abervan. Um, what is that? that? It was uh, not recently, as in, oh, I think, okay. I, I remember you were posting it on Twitter. Uh, talking about it all I was watching watching the documentary on it and they they specifically said like they there was a lot lots of support groups for women after the landslide happened and stuff like that and I was just like because men like don't talk about their feelings kind of thing I was just like I wasn't like that like super like thing like oh why didn't the men have one I was just like I wonder how the men felt kind of thing because it's, it's like men don't yeah you're able to talk about your feelings amongst each other but men are always made fun of yeah, Between absolutely. Each other. I think and you're retired, slightly yeah. different because with um, you do die sooner. I, wait, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about with Abavan is um, the support group. They organised that themselves. <laughs> it, was, it was just the mothers of the kids who died would all meet up um, yeah. every now and again. So it wasn't so much it was put on for them and not for the men, but. That's a very good point. Is that then? Why didn't the men do that? Because they didn't feel like they could all meet up and cry together, and discuss it 
obviously, where's the women dead? Because, yeah. you know, the mothers are allowed to mourn, whereas the fathers are supposed to get on with it. Yeah. Whereas, you know, I'm sure they love their kids just as much as the mothers did. Don't think about so, it. No, no, I'm freezing. <laughs> okay. I literally can't see I couldn't tell. I was just like, you're either cold yeah. or I'm you're I'm not upset. crying about the children of, of uh, Yeah. Um, no. but, <laughs> You say that, I, I can imagine you crying over the children. Like. You did tweet about it a lot. I appreciate you're from, that. Are you from Aberfan? Uh, no, but um, I lived in a um, town just down the road for a long time, and you could see it from there. You could yeah. see Aberfan, so... Um, yeah, no, It's I'm quite not. still a community kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, I think that is one good thing about people who, like, essentially minorities kind of thing. They... They come together as communities. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, it's one the, of the things that sucks about being a man as well. There are things, and that's one of them. Is that yeah, you're not allowed to feel things. Like you, you're not yeah. very. I looked at you, but that's not what I was doing. No, no, no. no I, I like yeah. I, you can include me in that because it's still like people still. Yeah, that you presented me. as a man. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and like I. It, it, it it is a thing of like I no matter what I still talk about my feelings because I was raised in that kind of you get the experience I, of being a yeah. man yeah uh, I I was still raised to like I I was raised by my parents to talk about my feelings and not hide stuff like when I went through depression when I was eighteen um, the first thing like I I it started like my brain started doing panic attacks and anxiety and stuff like that and I was like okay what's this but but my first re- like real big panic attack I woke up at four a.m ran downstairs to my mum uh, who was like having a cup of tea and I was like I don't know what's going on like having a panic attack in front of her and she like calmed me down she was just like number one I just want to point out thank you very much for coming to me like has this happened before and I was like no this hasn't um, a f- like a few months later she was just like I I know I've raised you right because you're talking about that yeah, and yeah. you're not hiding yeah. it right. so like as a heads up men talk about your shit yeah. to- totally I, I think that is something can I just say I feel like I really don't like this thing where a lot of it seems to be like the thing on social media now to criticize the campaign of tell it's okay to talk that that's men's mental health thing that was going around and it's like that's obviously not saying that that's gonna cure your depression but it you can't say it enough that men need to know that they're not gonna be persecuted for speaking out about things like that statistically more men, yeah. more women attempt suicide, more men succeed at suicide, yeah. and it's because women have outlets. Yeah. And What's the, men isn't don't. the highest killer of men under 30? Is that, that's sure not a statistic I know, but I will agree with you. That sounds right. It's, it's very I know high it's, it's something much. to do with suicide and heart attacks. Uh, it's like, it's one of the biggest killers, and heart attacks is number one. I think maybe. Yeah, or... I think suicide. I think you're right. The yeah, man thing is right. Yeah. Yeah. Which um, is once again asterisks take with a grain of salt. Yeah, please check any. <laughs> we don't bother doing that on ours because we know there. We sort of there's a disclaimer <laughs> at the beginning. That's why just... we've gone with a, a podcast mainly dealing with stuff that's mythical because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we can Normally. say whatever we want. <laughs> Normally on the podcast, we uh, we have the, like, on the laptop, we've got the internet on. So it's just like, wait, hang on, I'll check for you now. The amount of times you always just quickly go on Google <laughs> check, and it's just like, yeah, this is fine. Um, no, but, yeah, it's... And that's one of the many aspects of feminism that benefits men. Not that 
it should be a thing. You shouldn't have to say to men, well, you should support feminism because it's for you as well. You know, you should just support it because yeah. you want equality. But there are quite a few aspects of it that do benefit men because men suffer from inequality in terms, in you know, the same way that women suffer because when when women are perceived as being weak, men are perceived as having to be strong all the time, which is just, you know, obviously people are just neither one or the other constantly, you know. So if you if people start treating men and women equally, men also wouldn't feel the need to be just strong and stoic and keep everything to themselves all the time. Yeah. Or you can just pull an RJ and then get the best of all sorts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the not caring about your identity <laughs> and the uh, inability to cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I feel like that's come to a, a natural conclusion. Yeah. Yeah, I weirdly started with men and ended with men, though. As all things should be. <laughs> well, this yeah. year's thing for International Women's Day is um, hashtag balance for better uh, oh, as well. That. Yeah, so I'll make sure to tweet this out with all that jazz. That's a um, big. That's a big thing that needs to be repeated to people is that it is about equality. It's not about tipping the scales from men being higher than women to women being but higher see, than men. When is International Men's Day? It's like September. Yeah. <laughs> is that actually when? Yeah. I'm joking. Yeah, it's December. December is. Oh, December. It's, yeah. about, it's, um, it's for suicide awareness mainly. Oh, okay. That's fine. Yeah, so it's because that's the... <laughs> yes, as, that's fine. I'll allow it. <laughs> I, I will let this continue to be in the calendar with and all also, the power I um, Stick and Blowjobs Day is uh, February the 15th. So Can it just be, go. like, a steak and oral sex day? Because I'm not going to lie. No, no, because it, it's, like hmm? it's just for men. It's just for men. But I like eating pussy. <laughs> no. I have no. a girlfriend who's a vegan, so I get neither. <laughs> <laughs> what's it? What's it aren't corn making, like, decent vegan stuff now as well? Most corn Most stuff isn't vegan. Well, they've got the. Like, they they not they're not running up, but it's more expensive and it's hard to get. It's getting it's getting there. It's not there yet. Ah, Brexit's coming. Oh yeah. Good luck getting your vegan corn then, bitches. <laughs> we we don't we live without corn now. We live without corn then. It's fine. As long as we can still have our lentils, we'll be fine. <laughs> My life is so sad. <laughs> And that's how we're gonna end the podcast. Uh, seeing as you introed it, uh, just. Say, what podcast do you do? Well, first of all, thank you for having us on. That's your very much appreciated it. This is very kind of you to give us a little women, a little, uh, little go on your thing. Uh, <laughs> just play, point, with his, play with his toys. <laughs> at this point, you're the only act, other active podcast on PodMage at the minute. Don't so. say that. No, I'm, just, I, I'm saying it from a, I want you to <laughs> succeed and I'm very excited for what you guys <laughs> are doing. Because I have no one else. Um, <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so, yeah, we have a podcast called Dead Air, and you should listen to it. It's one of many called Dead Air, because <laughs> we're not original. 
It's the we black were very proud of that. <laughs> Look for it on Podmage, see the logo, and then go find it on Spotify. Yeah, well, that's your best bet, find her on Podmage, because we're the only one on there. Okay, so find it there. Podmage.com. Actually, yeah, just go on Podmage.com. A better kind of casting. A different kind of casting. <laughs> But I think it's better. I think it's oh, better. Oh, thank you. Um, yes, they're, they're on there, and you can find them on Google Podcasts. Uh, all, all the share links are on uh, your page on pomish.com. So they can literally go on the website, and then whatever, like, you can do it on your phone. If you, They're on Spotify as well. We are. Yeah. We've got some very exciting shit coming up. We have. I've marked it the crap out of you. <laughs> <laughs> Please listen to us on audio. No, there we go. <laughs> no one uh, understood a word you just said. <laughs> when is the next episode out for you? It's mm, a good question. It was the thirteenth. Yes, thirteenth. Thirteenth. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, uh, yes. Yes. It's, it's on iTunes as well, isn't it? Yes, it's on iTunes. It's basically on every podcast store. It's on Stitcher. It's on Blueberry. It's just a place where you can like you can decide where to. Have you got a SoundCloud? No, you don't, because I'm not paying that extortion amount to get you guys the same place. Yeah, you have to pay. Well, what are we going to do if we get a viral tweet? What? What if one of us goes <laughs> viral? What are we going to promote? Uh, link it on iTunes. That's what other people so do. So that's not SoundCloud? <laughs> no one would take it seriously. If you're not on SoundCloud, you're not a serious podcast. <laughs> okay, thank you, RJ. No problem. Thank, uh, you, thank you very much for both talking. <laughs> yeah, I actually learned a, like a lot on my end as well. It was very much. Well, thank you for listening. I learned this is going to be a Shrek reboot. I'm yeah. not excited. <laughs> yeah, it's not news I wanted, to be honest. So, so thanks for that. <laughs> no problem. Thank you very much for listening. This is the Cup Project podcast. And goodbye. Tra. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a little amount to end. We're so bad at ending podcasts. <laughs>